<laughs> Hello world, what's up y'all? I'm back at it again. VOG podcast, PC podcast. Take time out once again. Thank everybody who's taking time to listen to this. Listen to me experimenting and hopefully inform y'all at the same time as I said. That's the goal, that's the basis. Just getting out of a little YouTube viewing. Oh, before I get into that, um, big shout to everybody right now fasting for Ramadan. I understand, salute. Uh, yo, the mental strength it takes is incredible, so salute to y'all off top. Yeah, um, I'm not going to make it about me. I am fasting or I am attempting to. It's tough. Trust me, I didn't even want to do this. Because I'm hungry and I'm tired. I just ate, though. But, yeah, we're going to get into it, man. I just got out of viewing YouTube and um, just taking a look at events happening, not only here in America, but, you know, worldwide. You know, weather events. Um, yeah, just weather events and keeping a beat on the current situation in the Middle East, which is Asia. Just for everybody, let's not get it twisted. It's Asia, but it's the Middle East. So let's not ever get it twisted on that. You can Google it and figure it out for yourself and tell me if I'm wrong. I do. Listen, I appreciate feedback of all sorts, just for the record. But yeah, man, um, we got sinkholes. You know, sinkholes over the past couple of years have been opening up more and more, just randomly over places. But now there's a whole there's a whole apartment complex in Ocala, Florida, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, where people have been evacuated because there's just sinkholes opening up, crazy. And then the earth, matter of fact, there's a giant crack that they're calling a sinkhole, but it's like a giant crack in New Zealand um, that's opened up in somebody's backyard. I think it's like 60 feet deep. It's like long. I think I told y'all about the other, there's one in Africa that's like splitting. It seems like it's splitting a large plot of land. Yeah. It just seems crazy. Then with the volcano going off, I think I mentioned that in one of my shows too. Yeah, the volcano just went off again. I, I th- believe it was either yesterday or today. The lava is still flowing. It's opening up land fissures. It just seems like a lot is going on, not only here at home, just you know, globally in general. Yeah, it's, t- it's 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 <laughs> it's good to pay attention to, just because, it, you know, listen, the world is a lot bigger, and there's more stuff going on in the world than you think. If you only pay attention to what's going on here at home, you will think. First of all, we're slighted, and Americans just happen to think that we are the world, but we're not. Um, 
yeah, just pay attention to everything going on because there's a lot of stuff going on, especially with the weather. There was a, a dust and rainstorm in India that killed like 116 people or killed 80 people in a day. I know that much. Yeah, it's going crazy, man. Like, listen, it's <laughs> it's May in New York, and I'm cold as shit. Real talk. I got to wear a hoodie, and it's May. So it seems it seems off. I'm not going to stunt. I don't know where you are. I don't know who's listening to this. But the weather in your hometown is probably crazy, too. And it's probably just different from what you knew growing up. I mean, growing up. I don't think any kids are going to be listening to this because this weather is all they know. It will probably change by the time they get older as well. But, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just different now. But we got to live with it because we all, you know, <laughs> I don't know if we still the future, but we got to make it better for the babies, man, for the babies. Yeah, but anyway, it's Friday night. Let me get out of my YouTube my YouTube state of mind. Yeah, I got to get out of that. I can't be boring out of death with everything going on. Listen, there's a lot going on here at home. We just had the Santa Fe school shooting. Like eight, I think it was like 10 people killed, 10 injured in the shooting. It's just crazy, man. This is the third school shooting in seven days, I believe. Um, mommy, if I'm jostling, man, that's the notes just dropping all over the place. Like, this is 22 school shootings in 2018 alone. Where someone was hurt or killed. So that's, we're 20 weeks into 2018 and we've had 22 school shootings. Yeah, this is agenda driven. I got to slow down when I'm trying to make a point because I realize I talk fast sometimes. But this is agenda driven. No, they are not all hoaxes where crisis actors are involved. They are not. All of them are not. Some are actually valid and real. But damn, yo, like, it's 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 crazy. There was explosive devices found in the school, or so they said. This is all alleged. This is all coming from reports off of the news sites, CNN, uh, Huffington Post, Yahoo!, this is all coming from them. So it's just crazy. Like where where <laughs> when does it stop? We've had just to name a couple. We have Park the Parkland shooting, the Sandy Hook shooting, and the first one, the Columbine shooting. If you have yo, if you haven't seen Bowling for Columbine, check it out. It's a great documentary. Um, just to get a deeper understanding of that shooting as well. But it's just crazy. Like, I didn't have to worry about this when I was going to school. I'm not going to say we didn't have to worry about it. We had to worry about fighting. We didn't have to worry about schools getting shot up. And, um, well, I guess (laughs) it's fucked up to say this, but, I mean, 
I, w- I lived in an urban area growing up, so you don't really see this happening in urban schools. You could say, even though we get credited, urban schools get credited for the most violence, these incidents don't tend to happen at urban schools or schools that are mainly minorities, you could say. It's all. It's always, you know, the typical description of, you know, school shooters. You can tell me if I'm wrong. Has there ever been a black school shooter? Like, I, I'm, I'm not racist. I promise you I'm not racist. And I could be bugging. But I'm just asking. I'm putting the question out there. Has there ever been a black school shooter? Ever in the history? I mean, not to make light of the situation at hand. People did die. People got injured. But is there... There is an agenda for gun control and gun, like, some way to curb the gun violence because there's countries that have, like, it's just this country. Like, there's something wrong in this country, like, I understand the gun craziness. I understand you need a gun to protect yourself. That is basic human nature. Or I guess so in this country. It's like that everywhere because you need a gun. Because if you ain't got one and the invaders do come with one, what are you going to do? So you kind of do need a gun. It's just we live in some hostile times. Or something. I don't know, man. It's just crazy. Like every every week or every month, or you, you like, can we go a year without a school shooting? Or just how about this? Let's start simple. Just niggas, stop stop shooting at each other in general, please, people. Like I, I'm not a big gun person in general granted i do believe in gun ownership it's not you know that's not a question but i don't know man i tell people all the time i'm like i think a lot of this stuff happens with the young with the youngins nowadays because everything like listen if if we fought in school we didn't have it on video for the whole school to see and for everyone, like everybody didn't know about it. It was only the people who was there. If you got junk, it was only the people who was there who knew about it. People could talk about it, but nobody saw it. But the day and age that these kids live in, everybody sees the shit. Like you can't take an L and have everybody see it. Like and don't get it like that youthful the youthful pride is more dangerous than grown man pride because as a grown man you learn to not act out of emotion or you should learn to not act out of emotion but the youthful pride is is a very dangerous thing because at that age you're still trying to prove yourself and 
Yeah, and being embarrassed in front of your whole school and everybody sees it and everybody is talking to you about it, I don't even know what kind of pressure or kind of anger that creates within the, within the youth. You got to think about it from that perspective. When you, you know, when we look at the youth and we see like, yo, these little dudes is wild. Are they just wild in general? The society is different, man. Like it's not what it's not what it was. Just off top, man. And listen, these little dudes is just I they say the shooter of this I mean this the Santa Fe High School shooting. Like he got bullied by they say he got bullied, but every shooter that comes out allegedly got bullied. I, like, yo, stop your kids from being bullies, please, people. Like, it's just, you know, I don't know, man. I don't want my little man to have to grow up in this shit, like, real talk. Like, your kids either. I don't want your kids to have to... Listen, we should not have to worry about sending our kids to school or sending them outside in general. Um, If I'm going to keep it a buck, Keep it all the way true. Yeah, we shouldn't have that worry. But the, in the society we live in, in this American culture, that's just the way it is. And, yo, know, there got to be a better way, man. Like I said, this is the 22nd school shooting. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Um, yeah, stop giving your kids guns. Uh, I'm trying to think how to say this without sounding racist. Caucasian people, stop giving your sons guns, all right? Especially if you know they're funny looking and they're going to get picked on. We don't need this, man. Like, please, please stop. Please, man. Um, I'm not being racist, I promise you. I'm not. <laughs> but like I said, yo, give me a black school shooter and we can squash this whole debate and you can label me a racist, all right? Just name me one black school shooter and give me an article and a news story about it and then we could we could see how this goes. We kill multiple people. That's the, that's the other stipulation to the whole thing. A black school shooter who killed multiple people. It don't add up because he had a shotgun, but let's not get into all that. I'm just going to let it rock and go with whatever the story says. And then, yo, is it a desensitization desensitization agenda as well? Because at this point, it seems like it happens. It's moving on from praying, at least, because praying ain't doing shit for nobody. Ain't, yeah, listen, I'm sorry. Listen, I respect your beliefs, everybody, but. It's like I tell I used to tell people back in the day. I'm like, yo, if you see a dude outside in front of McDonald's with his hands closed and his eyes closed, just talking to himself, are you gonna think he's praying or are you gonna think he's crazy? Just remember that analogy. Remember that one. All right? Next time you praying in church and you feel good because there's a bunch of other people doing it. But you you just just remember that. Think about that. What's the difference between you? And the guy just walking around with his hands together with his eyes closed, just mumbling. 
I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm atheist. I'm sorry. That was that was a bit harsh. Um, <laughs> yeah, just stop. Like stop, please, man. Cause it's just one tragedy after another. Cause then after that happened, when I read this story about the mother and child jumping out of the window. This happened here in New York City. Just in case you're not in the area. This happened in the Gotham Hotel. And apparently she had her son, seven-year-old son, clutched in her arms. And she jumped to her death. They both died, unfortunately. She was a, a former Playboy model. This is just crazy, man. Like when I'm just thinking about it and reiterating it over the mic. And not just reading the article. I'm like, wait, what? So, Playboy model. It's a centerfold. Her name was Stephanie Adams. She was now 46 years old. Reports are saying she was going through a bitter divorce and custody battle. And um, it's just a sad story, man. Because the kids are innocent, ultimately. They have no... They didn't do anything to anybody. That's the one thing we all have to remember whenever any of this goes on is that the kids are innocent, man. They never did anything to anybody. They don't have a chance to live yet. They just, listen, it's, they are, he is the innocent victim in whatever was playing out between the parents for the most part. That's not too harsh, I don't think, for me to say. But it's true. The kid was the innocent victim in the um, in the situation. I think she checked in either 11 a.m. the day of or the day prior to today. So it was either today or yesterday that she checked in the hotel. It's just crazy, man. Like... I, I don't know how she got the hotel windows open. Like, am I wrong for pondering that? Like, I, <laughs> I'm not laughing at the story. I promise you. I'm laughing at myself for just thinking, like, am I wrong for pondering that? Like, that's it's just a messed up story, man. I feel sorry for the baby, like, more so than anything, man, because that little dude did nothing to nobody and his life had to end unfortunately way too soon you know yeah man it's just yeah we live in some crazy crazy times uh yeah man i shouldn't watch youtube before i did this got me feeling all somber <laughs> like what am i sad hey like uh uh what am i sad man i just uh, well i guess there's no eating and stuff, just throwing my emotions off too. Yo, it really does something for you mentally. So I suggest, I'm not telling you do a month of it or try Ramadan or whatever. No, I'm not Muslim, I'm atheist. I just said that. This is just a mental thing for me. It's not, you know, just a mental thing. It helps you in life uh, conquer other mental battles as well. So yeah, 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 and it's good for your body too, man. I ain't gonna keep it 
too, too heavy for y'all. I know I started off way too heavy. I should have started off light. I'm still, I'm still getting the format that I want to go with down just for the record. So it will get better as time goes along. Yeah. Oh, peep this. I think by next week I should be doing the show with actual headphones. So I will be able to hear my voice and I will be able to kind of monitor the audio a little bit more solidly while doing the show for the benefit of you guys. So hopefully it all works out and I get this done, you know, but yeah, yeah on to some lighter shit, man. My, my shows have been real heavy. Um, yeah, I just appreciate y'all listening and rocking with the kid, uh, to be honest. I'm surprised that some of the people who I know have listened to it because I didn't expect them to really listen to, you know, me personally. But, you know, hopefully I reach a broader audience. I'm not in a rush because this is all, like I said, this is all practice, man. But into some, I got a real heavy topic, but I think I'm going to finish the show with that one. With that heavy topic, I'm going to finish that. But in the meantime, I'm going to give y'all some entertainment news. Get off all this school shootings and death, because I know y'all are tired of that. It's Friday. Y'all want to turn up. And I understand that, man. Yeah, first off, uh, Ray Sherman and uh, Wiz Khalifa are going on tour. As I stated, I ain't buying no tickets, but if I could get backstage at that show, that would be dope. Um, Yeah, just for the vibe and the atmosphere, that would be cool. Yeah, I've been to a couple of concerts in my life, man. My first concert was a G-Unit concert, which is crazy. I thought I couldn't bring no weed in the joint, but everybody in that bitch was smoking. I was mad that I left mine in the car. I remember that very vividly. Don't don't ask me why, man. <laughs> These are the things I remember. These are the things I remember about my first experiences at a concert. Yeah, yeah. I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a smart idiot, man. Um Yeah, yo, all. Yeah, let's start off with this. Just just on some just on some dumb completely dumb shit. If you have not seen the video if you have not seen the, I'm just going to call it the Tim Hortons video. Uh, uh, it's just beautiful savagery. Just caught on camera. Um, if you need a laugh and just you want to be, be bewildered for a little bit, um, yeah, just check the video out, man. Just Google Tim Hortons video. I'm going to elaborate on it, man. It's just, uh, <laughs> so apparently in the video, is a lady, um, she asked to use the restroom. Yeah. Yeah, so she actually used the restroom. I guess they refused. They were giving her a hard time. I think they said, what was it? Um, it was for, through the past behavior and safety concerns. So I don't know who this lady is, what she did in the past, and what safety concerns uh this Tim Hortons establishment may have had or whatever reserve they may have had for I well I understand now after seeing the video to be honest man. Um so the lady after they refuse us, she just refuse like she just proceeds to like you know take a little the things y'all tie around the waist so I guess we won't look at your ass and be perverts. 
We still look anyway, but yeah, she proceeds to take that off and just <laughs> I'm trying to put this nicely. She just takes like she just drops a deuce like right there, like right there, and, and like at the counter of the establishment. Yo, and then the craziest part is like she bends down, scoops it up, and um. <laughs> oh man! All right, yeah. She bends down, scoops it up, and then proceeds to just like wail it at the the whoever she was talking to, cashier, barista, whatever you call it, man. <laughs> yeah, it was just crazy, man. Like I'm watching this. Yo, salute to Dizzy Samero. Um, it, I saw the article before that. I just didn't watch the video, but then they covered it on their show. And I saw it. Um, yeah, man, it was crazy. I'm like, yo. And not only that, she throws it, grabs some tissue, wipes her hands, wipes her ass, throws the tissue behind the counter, and storms out. It took her less time to do all of that than she spent going back and forth with the people about using the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was just a crazy video. You got to see this video for yourself. It's probably all over the place, man. Salute the world star. Um, yeah, man, it was just nuts. Yeah, nice, you know. Caucasian lady just shitting on the monkey shit. That's the real definition of monkey shit because that's what monkeys do. Or they have been prone to doing. But this one was just, yeah, man. Listen, like I said, we live in strange times, man. People getting mad, calling the cops over barbecues and, you know, niggas sitting in Starbucks. Then we got this lady throwing feces at cashiers and her dirty toilet tissues. (laughs) I hope they closed the establishment down for a little bit after that and had to, like, mop up and clean up and stuff because imagine you walk in to get some coffee and it smells like somebody just, like, just dropped one in there. And this is at the counter? Oh, you ain't going to want coffee no more after that, man. <laughs> uh, I'm horrible, man. I shouldn't be laughing at this. Like, I am too mature to be laughing at shit like this, to be honest. Yeah, man, but autism, you know. Yeah, like I said, Ray Sherman, Wiz Khalifa, that J. Cole tour. We got Young Thug going with him. I need backstage access to that um, because Cole is dope. I need that. I need in on that, man. Yeah, I'm too too small time right now to probably make that happen. But if I put it out there, it'll happen eventually. And I'll be all right with that, you know? Uh... Where do I start? Oh yeah, off top, yo. This is this is just for me. Um, I just read an article. If you know, yo, listen, first off, I am heavy on the show. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. There's not many shows that I do watch on TV, but it's always sunny has been on for 15 years now, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yeah, dope, really dope show. Really, really dope, man. That's like the Seinfeld of, I guess, my age bracket, so you could say. 
Yeah, if you haven't seen it, just check it out, man, when you get a chance. But anyway, the creator of that show is coming out with a uh, horror comedy by the name of Spike Face. So, yeah, I'm looking for Well, I might check that out, man. I'm not big on the cartoon thing, but being it's by the creative is always sunny. Uh, Charlie Day is the creator of always, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's on Netflix. It comes. It's on. It's in. It's on a couple of network, networks. I know it's definitely on Viceland. If you have Viceland on your cable package, and it's on FXX, I believe. But you gotta check your listings for that because that channel is hidden. It's a hidden gem channel, but it's it's in your cable package somewhere. So yeah, I read that. I was hyped about that. Um, yeah, it should be all right. Oh, then I read an article. ASAP Bari, the um, he's one of the founding members of the ASAP Mob. Most of y'all probably know ASAP Rocky and probably don't know the ASAP Mob. But yeah, yeah, he got arrested out in London for a uh, sexual assault. They bagged him at the airport too, at like Heathrow Airport. So yeah, it's one of those things. I don't know, man. Stemmed from some July 2017 hotel incident where allegedly, all right, this is all alleged. I'm just going to throw this out there. This is all alleged. But the article says after the girl has sex with one of his friends or his assistant or something like that, allegedly he told her, like, yo, nah, you got to break me off too. This is all alleged. Yeah, I promise you I'm not laughing at the situation. But it's all alleged. Um, yeah, so right now, well, yeah, I think he's stuck out in London right now. They took his passport because he's a flight risk. Uh, when I saw the picture, I was like, yo, he, he looked like he looked like the homie. He looked like these is nice with a head tattoo, pretty much. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. Like, you... Yo, fellas, y'all got to be careful these days, man. Like, I hate to say it, and this might date me a little bit, but that Chappelle show love contract is sounding like a great idea right now. Just for everybody, just just because. And then there was another story about uh, just uh, piggybacking off of this, of what I just said about the love contract. It was a story about... uh uh. A NFL player or a former NFL player, his wife or ex-wife or ex-girlfriend came forward saying she framed the story just to pin it on him and ruin him for the most part. No, it's a dirty, dirty game, man. Like, I, <laughs> real talk, it's a dirty, dirty game, especially these days. Yo, every yo, fellas, we got stop being so thirsty. All y'all thirsty dudes, like, please stop, man. Y'all, the rich, the the manipulators with money, stop, please, man. Like, cause y'all are making it bad for the dudes who keep it a buck with women. Like y'all are making it, y'all are y'all have been fucking up the game for the longest. Um, yeah, and like, yo. Fellas, listen, listen, listen. 
I, I've never understood this in the in the whole philosophy of running trains or whatever you may call it. Like, I, I don't understand running trains. Let me just throw that out there just because. And in that situation, why would you want to go second? Like, this is what I'm trying to understand. Like, I don't, like, it's just, that's just weird, man. Um, you know, let's get, let me not get into it. Let me not say this like I'm innocent. I've never ran a train on a chick, like, penetration-wise, but her face that maybe about yeah 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 that that I've done but I was young that don't count man um these these are like grown men though like yeah stop man stop like why like why like why would you want to have like sex with a girl at the same time or after somebody you know just smashed that like that's that's just weird to me man. Um, maybe it's just weird to me because it seems to be like prevalent among males in this society, or so it seems. But I'm just not that dude, man. Like it's just not. It's just it's just weirdo shit to me. Like stop, like stop, please. Like I said, man, y'all are y'all are ruining it for y'all are ruining it for. Niggas like me, and I'm I'm low key kind of selfish. So, yeah, stop, cut it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, salute to him though. I hope he gets out of that situation because we don't know what happened. They said they got um, video footage. He kicked out in the hallway, butt naked, and uh, yeah, that's just nuts, man. Like, yeah, I I don't understand it. It's just crazy. It seems like a sticky situation. He's not the first rapper to be caught up in something like this. Yeah, just be careful when y'all head overseas, my dudes, man. It's it's a it's a different world, man. Remember what Robin Givens did to Mike Tyson, all right? All right? Just always remember that. If y'all don't if y'all too young to remember, Google the story and just think about it. Think about it next time y'all go overseas, man. And uh Yeah. Big salute to the weekend as well. He has a, a clothing collection. His XO Lifestyle brand has teamed up with uh, Marvel Comics for a Starboy collection. He has a comic book coming out with Marvel too, a Starboy comic. I believe it's it's coming out June 13th, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, he's doing his thing, man. He's getting those checks outside of the music industry. I said, I'm like, yo, that dude is the closest thing to Michael, to Michael Jackson. Just so y'all know what we talking about here. He's probably the closest thing to Michael Jackson that we'll see in this lifetime, pretty much. You can disagree. You can tell me to go fuck myself. And you can tell me I'm wrong and I'm bugging. But yeah. Nah. Um, yeah, he's definitely dope and he's definitely doing his thing. I'm a supporter. I, I could I could fuck with his music. 
So yeah, he's the closest thing that we'll see to Michael Jackson. Am I going to partake or purchase this stuff? I'm not really big in the fashion or whatever. If I make it to where I need to be big in the fashion and you want to send me some stuff prematurely just so I can rock it, you know, in photo shoots or whatever, yeah, I'll do it, yo. Salute to Supreme. Salute to Bape. Salute to Starboy. Salute to Black Pyramid Clothing. And I'm trying to think who else. Salute to Truck Fit. Salute to Calvin Klein. Because I want to be an underwear model for them. Everybody I just mentioned, I want a model for. I don't... Yeah, I want a model for y'all. And, um... Yo, Frigo. Frigo Revolution wear. I want a model for them, too. So, Mr. Jackson, 50 Cent, if you can make that happen. Much appreciated, my dude. Um, And then lastly... On the entertainment notes, we're going to get into um, Diddy spent $21 million on a painting called Past Times. They had 21 mil. That's big money. $21 million on a painting. This painting was originally sold in... 97 for $25,000. So what Jay said on that uh, 444 album is very true. Artwork, hey, listen, if it flipped from 25K to 21 million, you can do the math and just figure out what an upgrade that is price-wise in terms of value. And it's a it's a painting. It's the highest it's the highest selling painting of a living black artist. I'm trying to find a um the artist's name is Kerry James Marshall. So she is now her one of her paintings being a black artist, a living black artist, it's the highest selling painting for a living black artist. And they didn't know who bought it at first, but then I believe the guy who I forgot the I forgot the word. This word curates. I think he's the curator. He actually confirmed that it was Diddy who bought it. Yeah, speaking of this, actually, this is a sidebar to all of this. He didn't. I don't think Diddy got the Panthers because the Panthers were sold to another billionaire. I think the, the Panthers got sold for two billion this week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm pretty sure I should have wrote that down. Um, oh yeah, that's another concert I went backstage. With. Hold on, I gotta finish the Diddy story. Um. Yeah, so he spent $21 million on the painting. And, um, yeah, that was it, man. $21 million on the painting for Diddy. Salute to Diddy, man. He's been doing it forever. Uh, you know what? This is another tour, though, that I do want to go to. Real talk. Um, 
This is all serious, yo. OVO Sound. I got to tag y'all in my Twitter joint, too. Uh, yeah, OVO Sound. Drake and the Migos are going on tour. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want backstage passes, man. Like, I don't... <laughs> I need backstage passes to that tour because that joint is going to be crazy off top. Um, yeah, it is what it is, man. I just read that article a couple days ago. It's got... That's a 41-date joint that starts July 26th. They got two shows in Miami, two in Oakland, four in New York City, and four shows in L.A. That's That tour is going to be a crazy, crazy problem. Um, yeah, that's two of the biggest acts right now in the game. Well, one of the the biggest in the game right now, and one of the and the biggest group, for the most part. So it's you know, that's gonna be a dope tour, cause you can hit back to back and then hit bad and bougie. Oh shit, man! I don't even want to think about that, cause uh, yeah, man, I'm not gonna get the gold, but listen. Backstage, anything can happen. OVO sound, hit your boy up. I need it on OVO radio on that Apple One. Just off top, I'm I'm just throwing this out there. Ben, I'm thinking about it as I'm saying all this. Listen, anything is possible, man. You just gotta put your mind to it. Mental strength is you know, mental strength is a big thing. Yeah, man. Uh, the Rolling Loud Festival closed out. Actually. This week, yeah, it was good. Yeah, man, it seemed like a dope joint. Lil Uzi Vert jumping off speakers. Uh, Travis Scott performed with Quavo. Ski Mask. Ski Mask. I don't know who these people are. Ski Mask. Uh, I know who they are because I've read of them, but I, I don't. I've never listened to their music. I can keep it a buck with y'all. Um, Triple X. Tentacion. Uh, Future performed, though. Future performed with Nicki and Young Thug and Chris Brown. You know what? Like I said, even though I'm not heavy, heavy into the new music scene, I could fuck with Future, yo. Like, Future, I think um, somebody was trying to big him up the other day, man. I saw the article on Double XL. I can't remember what legend it was, but they would get saying Future deserves more props than he gets. He did create a whole sound for dudes, if we're going to keep it all the way 100. Like a lot of dudes wrote his sound flow and everything else over the course of time. That definitely did happen, so let's not get that twisted. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I don't, all right. Yeah, well, well, shit, man. I'm bouncing all over the place. I'm trying to cover everything before I get to this this story. But yeah, yo, all right. Anyway, this is just a, this is just quick tidbits. Uh, I think game threes are tomorrow in the conference finals. 
The Cavs are down 0-2 to the Celtics. And the Houston and Golden State series is tied up 1-1. The NHL playoffs are right now, too, but I don't really keep up with that all the way. To keep it a buck, I don't even know who's in those playoffs. Um, But, yeah, the, the Cavs are down 0-2. Hopefully they can get out of that hole for the most part and um make it a series. But, you know, the Celtics is going to be it in a couple years, man. I mean, the East is trash, though. But just a statistic. Like, um, I read something that's very true. This is for all my LeBron, who's better, LeBron or Jordan. Just taking into consideration that when LeBron, I mean, when Jordan was playing, the East was the best conference. When LeBron was playing, the West always had the best conference. So when you're doing the stats and the numbers and everything else, nobody on the West could beat the Eastern playoff teams when Jordan was playing. But now it's the Western Conference that has the upper hand in terms of strength in the conference. So when y'all conference when y'all fight when y'all when everybody is factoring in stats into the Jordan LeBron debate, always factor that in, please. This is record. I'm not a LeBron dick rider. That's just what I... Listen, I've seen Jordan play. I actually got to watch Jordan play on TV. And I got to watch LeBron play on TV. LeBron is just that nigga from my perspective in terms of watching their whole... I got to see his whole career. I didn't get to see Jordan's whole career. So... That's that's my bias in that whole debate, if you want to keep it a buck, man. But, yeah, those game threes are tomorrow and Sunday, I believe. Or they might just be both tomorrow. I don't know for sure. But if you're a sports fan, I'm pretty sure you know. The NFL draft happened. I didn't pay attention to that at all. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it for the little tidbits. That's your entertainment in sports. Now, you know, now it's back to... Things I ponder. Matter of fact, I was just talking about this with somebody earlier because it came up with uh in terms of property taxes and and living here and in, in terms of living living here in New York and in terms of living in comparison. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get the words right. In comparison to living in other states, yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, just property tax wise, and we were talking about a city actually here in New York. It's called Mount Vernon. Y'all probably heard of it as Money Earning Mount Vernon. There are a lot of celebrities and people that come out of Mount Vernon. We were talking about how, if you know Mount Vernon, you'll know what I'm speaking of. There's a difference between the two sides between Sue's Rendezvous, if you know where that was, because that was a famous strip club here in New York, you could say. It was trash. I don't like strip clubs, just for the record. But, yeah, the difference in the demographics and the 
landscape of the area, but it's still the same property taxes. And all this leads into, you know, the thing that boggles my mind a lot these days is, sorry if you had paper rustling, I'm just getting to the notes on this. Yes, I did take notes because I've been told I should stick to the topic instead of rambling. But don't get it twisted. When I ramble, it sounds like I'm saying nothing. But if you listen to it, I'm saying a lot, just for the record. But I said all that to say it goes into my pondering what, like, is there a is there a ceiling to how expensive things get in general? Because it just seems it, it seems to me that I'll give you an example. Gas in the past month, the gas we put in our car, the thing we used to like, you know, oil that people heat their homes with, that has gone up about 40 cents, 30, 40 cents in the past three weeks to a month. Granted, it always does this. It's a pattern. Um, Around summertime, the price of fuel always goes up. There's never an explanation for it. It's just that's what it is. Um, But, like, why is everything so unaffordable or so it seems to an extent? I'm not just talking about me because I'm just, you know, listen, I'm I'm a broke nigga, so don't don't listen to me when I talk about things being unaffordable. No matter how much money I get, to you I'm always broke. Always remember that, all right? Um, yeah, everything is just so expensive, and it seems like the prices of everything are just going up. Except your wages. Except the wages that you work for. Those are stagnant, but everything else is going up. The rent increases just here in New York alone, not to mention in on the southern eastern states, not to mention not to mention the Bay Area, the tech hubs, Los Angeles, just any major city, not even major city in um where were the oil booms? Just a little while ago in North Dakota and Oklahoma, the rent increases are ridiculous. Um, the property costs are just skyrocketing out of control. Listen, in the Bronx, in New York State in general, this could be. It more than likely is a nationwide thing. But gentrification is a very, very real thing here in New York and the tri-state area. I'm just going to put it out there blatantly. Gentrification is a very, very real thing here in New York. There are neighborhoods that are unrecognizable now that were recognizable like growing up, um, the rent has gone up. 
I think a two bedroom in certain sections of Brooklyn here in New York State are four thousand dollars a month in some places. Um, one bedrooms, uh, studio apartments are about a thousand or better here in the New York area. Yeah, it's it's and in other states, I know when I when I was residing down south in Georgia, there were you can get an apartment with a washer and dryer and everything else for about three fifty four hundred dollars a month. That has now gone up to about six to seven hundred dollars down there. Um. It's it's so when people from New York seem like you know going down south is the remedy for things, it's not because even though the rent is cheaper, you still have to find a job that will allow you the income to pay that rent, which is the tough part. Um. Yeah, I got to stop saying um, but this topic just baffles me so much. Yeah, per CNN.com, half of U.S. families can't afford basics like rent and food. That's families in the whole country. That's not just here in New York. Nearly 51 million households can't afford monthly budget that includes housing, food, and basic necessities. There are 16.1 million households that are currently living in poverty. I'm unsure if there is such a thing as a middle class and if there is what is the guidelines or what is a middle class income is um that I would that's a better question if we're going to keep it a buck what is a middle class income if there is a middle class California New Mexico, Hawaii, those are the three states with the largest share of struggling families. Those are the places that seem like paradise for the most part. So you got to think about it. Like what I stated before with the rents being up what they are going up as they are and with gentrification happening everywhere gentrification is basically pushing out the current people who usually tend to be minorities and low income families redoing everything and then bringing in people who can afford high rents I'm not, this is not a race thing, because if, this is why I say I'm not racist, because I can acknowledge 
hands down that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what race you are. It pretty much matters how much money you have and what you can afford. That's what it's really based off of if you want to keep it a buck. Yes, we have a huge racial divide in the country, but if you could put aside the racial divide and make it about money, which is what it's really about, we would have a better understanding and realization just on a large scale when it comes to everything. Um Yeah, it's just it's just it's crazy, man. So with the rents going up, you have to remember this. The minimum wage here in New York State is eleven dollars, I believe. So if your rent is a thousand dollars if your rent is eleven hundred dollars, right? Make sure I got this right, because I don't want to sound like too much of an idiot on it, like while I'm doing this. So I, I let's get this right. If your rent for a studio is eleven hundred dollars, and you make eleven dollars an hour, you have to work a hundred hours in that month to make your rent. And mind you, if you make a minimum wage, you're most likely going to be on a schedule. So the 40 hours a week isn't guaranteed. And you could, all right, take this example for wherever, you could switch it to whatever state it may be. If you make $11 an hour and your rent is, Say your rent is $700 and you make $11 an hour. You have to work 63 hours. I don't know if that's right. I'm probably bugging. I'm bugging. Don't, don't listen. Whatever the math is, you got to work a lot of hours. <laughs> I'm an idiot, yo. You got to work a lot of hours. Just to pay your rent. And that whatever that division of math I did, even if it's wrong, that's just to pay the rent. That's not including utilities, bills, um, your credit cards for food, for entertainment. That's not including any of that. And then your your wages don't go up every year but your rent does your property taxes don't go up every year but your rent does I know people who own homes <laughs> they often question is it worth it but it is for the value it creates and the fact that you can leave something to your children or your spouse or whoever you are with, it creates that value. But even with homes, there are catches. But let's get it straight. Even with the rents or mortgages, whatever they are, there's only 66% of jobs in this country 
Let me let me correct that. Sixty six percent of the jobs in this country pay less than twenty dollars an hour, which is crazy. There's only fourteen percent of jobs that pay forty dollars an hour or more, which is what you would need to make. We can say fairly, you would need to make around that hourly to live comfortably in this country, anywhere, for the most part. In Seattle, a family of four needs $85,000 annual to survive. So you got to make eighty-five dollars a year as a family of four to survive. This is why people are having less kids and the birth rate is declining and fertility rates are declining. It's the food too. Let's not ever get that twisted. But it is, this has a lot to do with it as well because how can you afford it? Like it's, it. if you're making 85K by yourself, you are all right but you are still struggling in a sense, you can say, it depends on where you live for the most part. It depends on your demographic and even people who live well, like lawyers and doctors who live down south. Yes, you can have a house. You can resell it, but to maintain that property and then you have to pay the property taxes as you get older, it becomes a lot harder. It's a lot. It it, it does become a lot. Um, I, I often think about that, and I question it, and I question how how do senior citizens afford to pay these property taxes as they keep aging? But it's either accumulated wealth because if you're like if you retire on a pension and your property taxes go up or not even your property taxes your property taxes could stay the same but if everything increases in terms of as i stated gasoline cost food cost entertainment cost just living cost and you're on a fixed budget these property taxes eventually could cost you your house. So even when you think you own the house, if property taxes come around, you don't own the house if you don't pay those taxes. So just always understand that when people rush in and jump into home ownership, the house is never yours. Unless you could prepay your taxes for life, that house is never yours. And whoever you hand it down to have better be able to maintain it and pay those taxes on that property or else it will be gone. So it just seems like a crisis in terms of it has to hit a ceiling because we have all these buildings and these houses going for half a million dollars but it, it's <laughs> even when you refinance or you sell the house 
there's still taxes and the bank whoever writes the mortgage pretty much owns the house Cred, the house is in your name unless the house is paid off with no mortgage then you're golden but if the if you're paying a mortgage or you refinance or you have to pay property taxes or you owe taxes it's a tricky tricky it's a tricky it's, you know, it just seems like a permanent housing crisis that is always going to go on and this is nationwide because we have a homelessness epidemic actually going on as well so there are actually more vacant homes than there are homeless people but being like as I said it's about how much money you have that problem will never be fixed I don't believe it will be I could be wrong I could be 100% incorrect but it just doesn't seem like it is something that will get remedied. There's just too much money involved. And the banks never lose. So when they say the house never loses, they're not just talking about the casino, my dude. They're talking about the banks as well. Because if the banks or the mortgage writers are forever the ones loaning the money or having their imprint on a house, They never lose. They're just refinancing that house to new owners all the time. Unless you pass the house down from generation to generation, which is what we should do. But I like it just seems like it's too much of a struggle for the elderly and um, just people in general, man. Like if we have people struggling to live in boxes here in New York, like real talk, man, like. There's people, there are adults who live in New York City. Manhattan, New York City, just like Times Square and all that other stuff, who will live with like four roommates in a two-bedroom apartment with one bathroom just to say they live in the city. I don't know if that's really living, but I, I it's for the city experience for the most part. And that's what it's all about, I guess, in New York. It's just weird, man. But yeah, moving down south is definitely not the answer. Because like I said, you have to make that income down there somehow. And it's a different environment and a different hustle down there. The jobs don't pay what they pay up here. It's a. It just seems like a permanent housing crisis all over got homelessness and rocket numbers then we have these weather phenomena dropping like wiping houses off the map and changing the landscape of the earth and like I said it's all about the money at the end of the day so it's 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 just my question because I don't know I don't know where it stops. Like I asked at the beginning of this, like what is the ceiling 
to like what is the ceiling? Because if you got houses in the Bronx and houses in other places, like I said, selling for half a million dollars. If these property values keep going up, everybody's going to be in a million dollar house. Everybody. A cheap house would be like, are the days of $60,000 houses, $80,000 houses, $120,000 houses over? Down south, you can live lovely for that. Don't ever get it twisted. I'm still not knocking down south. If you got money to go you got money and land and you could go build a house on your own land, cool. Do that, please, if you can do that. But, it, like, it has to stop somewhere or we're just going to wind up in another housing crisis like the one we had about a decade ago where they were just writing people faulty mortgages when they knew they couldn't afford it. But at some point, it just has to, like, it has to stop. Like, it has to, there has to be a ceiling or else it's all going to come crashing down. Um, Yeah, that's it. These are just the things I ponder, man. Like, it's just, this one caught my eye because it was an article about um the half of the U.S. families can't afford just a basic, decent lifestyle. And that was what caught my attention with the whole thing. Because it was just, it's just crazy that, you know, we live in a country that seems, yeah, America's great, America's great, but we got a huge homeless problem, a huge uh, drug opioid epidemic going on. And, um, yeah. And the dickhead in power is, yeah, it's about to be a, a global crisis in the Middle East, which is Asia. Like I said, it's Asia. Um, yeah, that's it, man. These are just my ponderings. Uh, sorry if I rambled a little too much. I'm still practicing, nigga. Give me a break, all right? Don't, don't be so hard on nigga. I ain't even drink no water. I'm going to go eat again so I can get some rest. Before I get up and eat in the morning. Like I said, if you do Ramadan, salute to you. Um, thank you again for listening. I appreciate you. Please, please do like and share this with your friends. I did so this these shows, a couple of them are submitted to be transferred into podcast format. So hopefully. That will be going soon, and I could be found on iTunes and not only on SoundCloud. And, um, yeah, if you get a chance to listen to this, I appreciate you listening. If you have any um, voiceover opportunities, modeling opportunities, you want to make a donation to the clothing drive, or you want to make a donation to my PayPal, the email is dflint.com. F-L-I-N-T-5-1 at gmail.com. That is dflint51 at gmail.com. Once again, appreciate you listening. Voice of God, um, a.k.a. DMX, a.k.a. a smart, a smart dumb nigga. 
AKA, I'm headed somewhere with this shit, or else I wouldn't be doing it. Um, yeah, man, I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Good night.